Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hey, hey, girlfriends. I hope that you have had a wonderful holiday season. I know that I certainly have. I am actually recording this episode Um, in real time (laughs) at my parents' house in Minnesota. My husband, Roger, and I drove all the way up here to celebrate Christmas with my family, and it's been so much fun, and it's totally worth the 90 million hour drive. (laughs) Anyway, I am really excited about today's episode because I'm going to recap my year of surrender with you, which if you listen to this podcast, you know that my word from 2023 was surrender. (laughs) And so today I'm going to share with you number one, why I needed a year of surrender, and number two, what I learned from my year of surrender. But before we dive in, I do just want to say, like, yes, this is my experience. This is my experience of my year of surrender. But I do think that a lot of the lessons and the skills that I gained throughout this last year are so freaking important, and they're so valuable, and they can definitely apply to you as a fellow ambitious woman woman and I am just so excited <laughs> to to share this with you because it's been huge for me and I know it could be huge for you too. So let's get into it. So first off, why did I need a year of surrender? So long story short, <laughs> I needed a year of surrender because I was so freaking exhausted and overwhelmingly anxious and burnt out like past a crispy shell burnt out right because I had been go go going for such a long time right so taking you back from 2019 um through December 22 December 22, December 2022, (laughs) I was living in a really small town in Iowa with my husband working for a university that honestly abused me, right? They didn't treat me very well. I was very unhappy and I was feeling very, very unfulfilled, right? And on top of that, um, especially in 2019, I was going through an identity crisis. And if you've read my book, Guide to Journaling, I talked a lot about that in uh, in that book, right? So I, I was going on Um, or going through an identity crisis at the same time, right? Because for the first time in my entire life, I was not a student, (laughs) right? And I had been a student from the time I went to preschool all the way through my doctoral program. And I just, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) who am I without school? I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm working toward. Like, what's my purpose, right? And so when I really dove into working on myself that following summer of 2020, I allowed myself for the first time to actually have new goals and new dreams outside of like an academic program, right? And that led me to wanting to write more and to teach women how to write and to start my publishing house and the podcast. And it was just so freaking awesome, right? Like I felt so lit up for the first time since, you know, graduating um, grad school, right? And I finally felt like I was me, but better. (laughs) Like I was this 2.0 version of Megan, like one who put herself out there, one who went for it. And it was just so cool and so rewarding and so fulfilling. I really felt like I had evolved, right? And it was so awesome. 
And at the same time, (laughs) I also did not realize that because of the environment that I was in, working for that university that I really didn't like working for and who mistreated me, right? And living in that small town that was just so misaligned for what my husband Roger and I wanted, I used my goals and I used my dreams as a massive band-aid, like as a full-fledged coping mechanism to deal with my shitty reality, right? Which then led me (laughs) to this extreme like foot on the gas pedal, go, go, go mentality all the time, right? Because at the time from 20, you know, from 2020 essentially to 2022, I felt like the more that I worked on my goals, the happier I was, right? I could forget (laughs) that I hated where I lived. I hated where I worked, all of those things, right? So the more I buried myself in work, the happier I felt, right? The more fulfilled that I felt. But keeping up that relentless pace for years and years and years, like I mentioned earlier, right? It takes its toll. (laughs) It takes its toll, especially when you don't take breaks, you take actual rest, right? And maybe you can connect to that. So by the time 2022 rolled around, right? especially the latter half of 2022, I was feeling so wildly burnt out, (laughs) so anxious, so exhausted, like I mentioned before. And at this, so, so, you know, taking how I felt, right. And then combining that with a, you know, major life transition from moving away from Iowa down to Arkansas for a job that I knew that I would absolutely love, right. Was like, this perfect opportunity to change it up, right? I had gotten, I need to kind of backtrack a second. I had gotten to the point where living in that small town in Iowa and, you know, working for that university and having all my goals on the side just eventually wasn't enough, right? Like I was just so miserable by my, by my, day job <laughs> and and with where I was living that the goals could no longer serve as an effective coping coping oh my gosh coping mechanism to like help me manage my reality right and I was like I just I just don't want this anymore so I got a new job major life transition moved from Iowa down to Arkansas into a job as a teacher that I knew that I would love right and it was then like honestly it was like after empower her live um 2022 in oh gosh, I think October, right? That's when I started to realize I was like, I need to surrender, (laughs) right? Like, and, and, and this life transition moving from Iowa to Arkansas was the perfect opportunity to fully lean in and embody and live out my desire to surrender, right? Especially to the things that were not serving me, right? But mostly I wanted to surrender to that constant need to hustle, right? And just to be go, go, going all the time, working myself to death, right? Just so that I could feel like I was making progress and not falling behind, right? I was like, I, 2023 is the year that I leave all that shit behind. I work through that shit. I figure that out and I leave it behind, right? So that's the premise in which I went into my year of surrender, right? And maybe you connect to that, right? Maybe you connect to that. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here too, right? (laughs) Um, And if you are, girl, I highly recommend a year of surrender. It is such a beautiful thing, which actually now brings me to what did my year of surrender teach me? So I've got a couple of things here. Number one is authentic rest. As I've talked about on the podcast before, rest is so freaking necessary to getting where we want to go, right? And I talked about this in a prior episode, and if I remember, I will link it below for you in the show notes, but it's it's the episode where I talked about how 
if our goal is a tabletop, right? Like picture like a coffee table. If our goal is the tabletop, one leg of that coffee top, coffee top, coffee table (laughs) is made up of doing and like active tasks, right? And the other leg of that table, because we're only going to have a two-legged coffee table, um, the other leg is made up of rest, right? And if we don't have both legs of our coffee table, then it's going to collapse. If you have a coffee table that's all rest and no doing, it's going to collapse. If you have a table that's all doing and no rest, it's also going to collapse, right? We need both to be able to get where we want to go. Rest is necessary. I know that and I know that you know that, but it's not always easy to actually live that out, right? I, I firmly believe that we can objectively know what we want and what's good for us, but sometimes we don't actually do that, right? That's one of the things um, I've learned, uh, kind of, and I'm not going to talk about this in depth, but that's one of the things I've learned this year where it's like, oh, sometimes you don't always put your, your, you know, money where your mouth is, right? Sometimes your, your values are in, in, um, oh, what's the word I'm trying to find? Um, your values can be in conflict with your actions, right? And that's something to work through. But anyway, <laughs> back to the, back to the point, it's not always easy to live out that value of rest, right? Because we are so used to living in a go-go-go society where we feel immensely guilty or, you know, full of anxiety at having to slow down or to stop for a moment. We're like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, the world's going to keep going. I'm going to fall behind. I'm going to lose followers. I'm going to lose clients. I'm going to this, that, whatever, right? We go into this like catastrophe mode where we're like, we cannot rest, right? There have been so many times <laughs> throughout the past couple of years that I thought I was resting, but truthfully, I wasn't. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch, I was watching a movie with my husband, but I'd be like writing Instagram captions or my mind would just be like wandering elsewhere, right? Or I'd be making something on Canva or I'd be imagining another course or product I could launch. Like whatever it was, like I was physically there on the couch with my husband watching a movie, but I wasn't actually mentally there. And because my brain was still on, it was going, it was firing, you know, thinking, planning, dreaming, right? I wasn't actually resting, right? And that is the biggest, most important lesson and skill because I believe that rest is not just, you know, I I believe that rest honestly is a skill. (laughs) It truly is because we live in a world where people go, 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 they never rest. And like, that's just, that's not, it's not what I'm interested in, right? And it's probably not what you're interested in either. But that's the biggest, most important lesson and skill that I learned in 2023 was to authentically, genuinely rest. So if I was going to, so throughout 2023, you know, I'd get home from work and Roger would be like, yeah, let's watch a movie. And I'd be like, okay, if I'm going to watch a movie, then let's watch a movie. I'm going to put my phone over there (laughs) and, you know, I'm not going to think about Instagram. I'm not going to also scroll TikTok. I'm not going to, you know, check grades or my email. Like if I'm going to watch a movie with my husband, you better freaking bet I'm going to watch a movie with my husband. I'm not going to do anything else but the task at hand, right? And at first that was so hard. That was so freaking hard. And I did experience lots of guilt and lots of anxiety, but the more I let myself just experience those feelings and sit with it and not not tell myself that I should or shouldn't feel any particular way about it, the more it actually made it easier to sit with those feelings. And then eventually I learned to work through those feelings and I learned to just be without guilt or anxiety, right? Because I wasn't actively doing anything. 
And that has been huge for my mental health and for my sense of self-worth, right? Because it's not like my sense of self-worth is not constantly tied up in going and doing and being active and crushing the to-do list, all that crap, right? Because when you let yourself just be, you can find your worth in just breathing, right? Rather than having to tie your worth constantly to your accomplishments and how much you you do in a day, right? And finding your worth in just breathing and being, right? That is such a beautiful thing. It's such a spiritual thing, honestly. And it's the biggest gift that I've given myself in 2023 to stop attaching my worth, like I said before, to how much I've accomplished and just letting myself truly rest so that I can actually replenish my energy so that I can live my life and work on my goals when I like when I feel rested and good, right? No longer <laughs> are we working from a place of, you know, deprivation and exhaustion, right? Rest is just the best thing ever. Okay, so that's number one. <laughs> Learning to authentically rest is not just a lesson, it's also a skill, right? And number two is finding my enough point. So this was a concept that was 110% foreign to me before 2023. Because to me, <laughs> and I'm going to talk a lot more about this in 2024, but to me, the definition of being an ambitious and driven woman used to, I really want to stress, used to hinge upon never ever letting up, okay? It was, you know, all about going the extra 10 miles to be great, right? Going the extra 10 miles to just be like, yes, like I'm building my business, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? Like putting in so much effort, going over the top, right? But what I realized when I started to rest, actually genuinely, authentically rest, is that this mentality of go, 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 don't let up, put in the extra 10 miles, keep working, challenge yourself, push, push, push. None of that actually makes you great, right? And when you learn to truly rest, you realize how much (laughs) you overwork yourself, right? And how overcommitted you actually are in very negative detrimental ways, right? And I don't know if you connect to this or not, but it's like you feel like it's never enough, right? The work you put in and the things you say yes to and the amount of time that you get in a day, you're just, you're never satisfied. You're always operating from this place of lack and scarcity, right? And you're just like, oh, like I wish I had more time or oh, I wish I got more done or whatever, right? And that day in and day out is just not good for your mental health, right? Because you feel like you're always failing, always failing. And, and the worst part of it all for me, and maybe it's, it's this way for you too, is that I had absolutely no idea (laughs) that I was doing that, right? I had no idea that I was working myself past the point of burnout. Um, you know, especially in 2022, right? I had no idea that the immense anxiety I was feeling, especially in relation to my writing and my business was related to severely overworking myself, right? I was Like I said earlier, (laughs) I was never off the clock. I always felt like I was never good enough. Like everything I did sucked. And I just kept pushing, 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 hoping that I could work my way into feeling like I was enough. And as you can probably imagine, (laughs) that did not happen, right? There was no amount of work that I could put in that made me feel like enough. And so when I made the time and the space in my life, like I, like I said earlier, to genuinely authentically rest, I learned, and again, I'm going to talk more about this in 2024, is that ambitious is not, act, 
like, uh, what am I trying to say? Ambition and being an ambitious woman is, is not actually defined by how much you do. You can actually make large leaps and bounds when you set boundaries and you set realistic expectations around what you're accomplishing, right? And the coolest thing is when you find your enough point with your goals, you actually feel, (laughs) you know, surprise, surprise, you actually feel less anxious. You feel genuinely satisfied with what you're doing, right? So for example, I used to sit for hours and hours and hours and hours, (laughs) like whole days to write. And if I didn't write all day or if I didn't write the majority of the day, I would feel guilty. I would feel like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like I was failing. And, you know, I'm like, well, clearly if I didn't write from, you know, sunup to sundown, then I clearly don't want my goal of writing a book bad enough, right? And that was the mentality (laughs) that I operated under, right? But in 2023, I learned to write in a different way. I learned to write in a way that didn't create so much anxiety, (laughs) right? And didn't have such unrealistic expectations, especially for a woman who was starting a new job and living in a totally new town, right? So I would write on my uh, creative essay collection one day and, you know, I wouldn't think about the number of words I would write or how long, like how many hours I would write. I'd just write for the beautiful sake of writing and I would make sure to enjoy it and to take my time, right? And I would feel proud of myself and I would feel satisfied even if I didn't finish the piece I was writing. That used to be a huge hang up for me too. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to finish this section. I have to finish this piece. And in 2023, I learned to be okay to let things, you know, especially with writing, be unfinished, right? Like, you know what? No, I can just, I can just leave this, you know? I'm tired. I feel kind of stuck a little bit. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna thank myself for writing today. I'm gonna feel proud about how much I wrote today. And I'm gonna leave it, right? I'm gonna leave it. And I'm gonna come back maybe tomorrow, maybe in two days, but I'm gonna come back. And when I came back, I would be excited to write. So My whole point here (laughs) is we've got to find our enough point. We cannot be constantly overworking ourselves. And when I found my enough point with my, with my goals, right, I was satisfied, right? I was joyful and just excited, right? I found my enough point with my writing. I found my enough point with my job, right? And it just makes all the difference with not feeling burnt out. And, and the, this, this idea of the enough point, I'm going to also talk about a lot more in 2024. Um, but it really does make all the difference with not feeling burnt out and with feeling like I am enough when it comes to my goals, right? I'm doing enough. I just, I just am enough in general, right? Which is really cool and really refreshing and really important and so healing. And I really want that for you too. So my friend, <laughs> this is what my year of surrender has taught me. These lessons and these um, skills, right? Because I, again, I truly believe that authentic rest and finding your enough point are skills that are going to be absolutely invaluable to me and they'll probably be invaluable to you as well moving forward into 2024. I am so freaking proud of myself for being brave enough to do what not a lot of people do right? Which is to slow down, to listen to what I needed versus what society told me to do and what society told me I needed to be, right? Or how I needed to be an ambitious woman. I'm so freaking proud of myself that I took the steps that I needed to take to be the ambitious woman I wanted to be, right? To live a life that makes me want to dance in the grocery store aisles kind of happy, one that was authentic and aligned and just genuine. And 
I can't wait to keep sharing more about all of these things going forward because they've been so freaking valuable for me and I know they could be valuable for you too because I know for a fact I am not the only ambitious woman who has you know, not, and and not any fault of her own who has defined ambition in such a narrow way that's led to anxiety and burnout and shame, right? So that said, my friend, I love you. (laughs) And I hope that these lessons and these skills um, resonate with you. Or if you are in the same place that I was um, at the end of 2022, I hope that I have empowered you to take your own year of surrender. I promise it's going to feel so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to get worse before it gets better, right? And, 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 and it'll be the best damn thing you ever did. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, my friend. I will actually see you back here on Thursday for our annual episode where we pick a word um, to set the tone for the next year. So it's going to be an episode about um, choosing a word or cluster of words actually to set the tone for 2024. I am so excited to share with you the process that I use to pick a word this year because every year it's a little bit different, right? And I'm also really excited to share the word, um, the word that I've chosen for 2024 with you. It's going to be so awesome. Anyway, I love you, my friend. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.